Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. The Retirement Clinic is open. Jeff Kowal is your host, and we are on WISN in Milwaukee and WIBA in Madison. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, Paul. How are you? I'm fantastic. You are the president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Jeff, we are going to take phone calls today. We keep our lines open the entire hour. You can call anytime. Here's my advice. Call in now at the beginning of the hour before we get into our features of the week. And Jeff, you've got a few. We have the sexy segment. That's right. That's going to be a good one today, too. That's in the last quarter hour. Yeah, toward the end of the uh, the show, we talk about wealth management and preservation. Uh, in between all of these features, of course, we sneak in some uh, topics and some stories regarding retirement. But we are here for you to answer your retirement questions. Taxes, 401k rollover, social security, estate planning, inheritance. It all plays into your retirement. Any question is welcome. And you can call right now, 799-1130. We'll get you through. The Steam Dry Carpet Cleaning toll-free line is 800-838-9476. And Jeff, I mentioned we're in Madison. Uh, we have added WIBA. Because you have a Middleton office. We do. We have uh, four offices, actually, in Phoenix and Middleton. Uh, great location, too, in Middleton. Um, and Christine Hayward's over there, uh, along with John Hayward, her father. Uh, we have the Port Washington office, and we have our world headquarters in uh, Waukesha, right off of uh, 94 and 164, right by the Thunder Bay Grill, and Machine Shed Restaurant, right in that area, so if you're familiar with that. Yeah. So services, all areas here, and we have an uh, office in Phoenix, so four great locations. Um, great advisors that, that are uh, specialized in retirement planning. So we always put our clients' interests first. If you're close to already in retirement with $500,000 or more in retirement assets, Coal Investment Group should be the place that you look for with your retirement planning. Yeah, and with regard to this show and the questions, we get questions from people that have little to no savings, Jeff, and are looking to catch up. And then we get people that are well on their way to a happy retirement, but everybody's got a different number, right? What what you may need for your retirement might be different than mine. Yep, and the thought that you have as to how much you, what type of lifestyle you want in retirement, for a lot of us, we think, uh, we want to maintain the same lifestyle. No, no. For for most of my clients, well, I want it to get better. That's right. They want <laughs> the same or better. You know, if you if you put off traveling because kids were in school, you're paying off a mortgage, doing other things like that. And now you want to start uh, doing that aggressively. That's a big thing that a lot of our clients do in retirement. But more freedom, spend time with their kids, and that's really what we work on. The Kowal way talks about how. Um, uh, you've spent a lifetime building up your assets. Now it's time to have those assets work for you so you can spend time with family and friends and people that you love. Um, and that's the reason why we do what we do at the Coal Investment Group. It depends when you retire, Jeff. Everybody, you know, most people think 65 because of Medicare, because of everything, Social Security, sure. retirement. When, when you start taking some money out of your 401k plan, it's different for everybody. But when you said depends what you want, to, I, I would like my lifestyle to be different in retirement. You work your whole life, you're busy, you're go, 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 and all of a sudden you're retired. I wanna do something. I wanna travel, I wanna play yep. golf, I wanna go out to yep. dinner with my wife, and I wanna just sit back and do nothing. But those things do cost money. Well, they do cost money. And Not doing nothing. thought about sitting around doing nothing. That does cost money, too, because it's interesting that a lot of my clients, most of them, I can say, probably more than 90% say they, they don't know how they ever had time to work 
they're so busy in retirement. So the things that you spend time doing nothing are things that you're, they're weekend t tasks that you used to do. Now you do, they fill up your day. So, um, and I have one client that said that I had nothing to do today and I couldn't even get that done. <laughs> so and was he happy with that? He was happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, see, I'd be okay with that, too. Retirement questions right now. Welcome on WISN and WIBA. Give us a call. Talk to Jeff Kowal. Jeff is a Chartered Life Underwriter, Investment Advisory Rep, Chartered Financial Consultant, Accredited Estate Planner. All of these titles means he knows what he's talking about. He's been doing this a long time. That's true. That's experience. <laughs> we specialize Jeff. in retirement planning, too, and the, the recognition we get from Barron's and from Financial Times is because we do what we, we've always done. We act as a fiduciary. We always done what we felt was in the best interest of our clients. We always put our clients' interests first. That's a Kowal way, too. Forbes, uh, Aaron Kowal, your son, who's going to be joining us, uh, I believe, today, right? Yep, for the for Boston. The Boston. Yep. That's for business owners. Uh, Aaron made the top 500 Next Generation Wealth Advisors with Forbes, uh, also part of the Milwaukee Biz Times Future 50. Barron's top financial advisor. All of this means Jeff knows retirement. That's their niche. So give us a call. Let's start the show out with your first topic, your first story of the day, Jeff. Okay, this was kind of interesting, I thought, because it's not what we usually talk about. Uh, Ed Slot's a friend of mine. He's uh, He's got the uh, Elite IRA Advisor uh, workshop or um, network. Um, and this article is titled untying the knot how to get it right when handling an ira in a divorce uh, unfortunately it happens more often than we would like um, but it says, it says the, the the article starts out like this the song breaking up is hard to do hit number one on the billboard hot 100 on august 11th 1962 more than 50 years later the lyrics still ring true Breaking up is hard to do. Breaking up. Uh, yep, yep. I know the song. With, <laughs> with a couple of divorces, not only will they need to sort through many emotions, but also potentially many years worth of accumulated property. Property. These days, that property, which needs to be divided when two spouses go their separate ways, is likely to include an IRA. Handling an IRA in a divorce can be tricky, and often things go wrong. And you know, there are some good th lessons about what not to do. I want to talk about some things that you need to do, the oh, good things. Yeah, exactly. So there's an important requirement that must be met before an IRA funds can be moved tax-free in a divorce situation. That's the key. You have to understand the taxation of your IRAs. Because if you somebody wants $100,000 out of an IRA, as an example, you just don't take $100,000 and give it to the ex-spouse. doesn't work that way. You can do it that way, but you get creamed in taxes. So you have to be careful how you do it. For an IRA to be divided due to a divorce, there must be a divorce decree issued pursuant to state domestic relations law that addresses marital property rights. The divorce decree will usually come from a court and may include uh, incorporate orders from state agencies. Without these legal documents, there's no authority for the IRA to be divided in the tax-free transfer. So in other words, if you just say we're getting divorced, and, and uh, you, you instruct the trustee to split it up, that could be a taxable event. So you have to be very careful with that. Do prenups enter into this at all? It could. Okay. Uh, but you still have to, but that's a very good question, Paul. That talks about how it's going to be divided and what agreement you make in advance as to whether one spouse is entitled to any of it at all. I was watching the royal wedding this morning <laughs> because you couldn't avoid it. It was hot. And I was just wondering, do they get prenups? I wonder if they do. I don't, I don't see him signing off Meghan on anything. Meghan Markle, I can't. Yeah, I, I can't imagine her walking away with a lot of the 
uh, royal wealth. Royal money. <laughs> she walks away. Yeah. She walks away. I just wonder how that all works. It got me to thinking about it, though. I mean, nothing's guaranteed. Every, Of course, every wedding is beautiful, and you yes. would assume every marriage is going to last forever. Yep. The stats indicate otherwise. Jeff, um, divorce rate is over 50% in the United States. Yeah, that's for first marriages, and I think the second marriage is a little bit higher than that. So let's be realistic. If it's over half... Um, you really need to start thinking about that. Nobody... But a prenuptial agreement and how that works is that, you may, again, you may decide how the assets may be divided, but then and which assets they might be, but the process has to be the same. You can't divide it that way without a court order that says it's going to be that way. So the court order would fulfill what the prenup says is, is supposed to happen. But no quadro is needed. Whenever the subject of IRAs and divorce comes up, this is back to the Ed Slot article, uh, it only seems to be asked as, as to whether a qualified domestic relations order or a quadro is needed? The answer to that question is a resounding no. A quadro is not necessary to divide IRAs, including SEPs and simple IRAs. A quadro is a very specific type of order that's required to divide an employer retirement plan subject to ERISA and a divorce, uh, but you don't need it for an IRA, SEP, or simple. To qualify as a quadro, the court must include certain detailed information in order to comply with with ERISA, which is a Employee Retirement Income Security Act, and that's for qualified plans. But again, a couple other things in here. Um, preparing for a transfer due to divorce, the correct way to divide IRA funds in compliance with a divorce decree is to do a trustee-to-trustee -trustee transfer of IRA funds, moving them directly from one spouse's IRA to the other spouse's. Uh, divorce decree mandating a, a division of IRA court order uh, requires the IRA owner to act, not the trustee. So if you have somebody that's a custodian of your IRA, it's not their responsibility to get it right. It's the IRA owner's responsibility to go get it right. Got and it. this is an important point. It's not the IRA custodian uh, who'll be in trouble. It's the owner who'll be in trouble. It's not the IRA custodian that's going to have to pay taxes if it's screwed up. It's the IRA owner yep. that's going to have to pay the taxes and penalties. The divorce decree should also be clearly state who is responsible for any fees and how they are to, to be paid. Um, let's see, what else is here? To get the ball rolling, the advisor uh, or IRA owner should provide a co the copy of the divorce decree to the IRA custodian. Without this, the IRA custodian has no authority to move the IRA funds. He can't just do it. Um, the IRA custodian will then move the funds from the IRA to the ex-spouse's IRA. And this transaction is accomplished by a trustee-to-trustee -trustee transfer. Again, there's no money that changes hands. It gets re-registered from one spouse, from Paul, as an example. <laughs> Thanks for using my marriage. Uh, okay, go ahead. Use to me. Don, as, to, yeah. to, to Don. To Don. As, as if hypothetically Maybe we were to get... Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, just as an example. Uh, but there are no tax consequences. Here's what not to do. This is a court case... Uh, Kirkpatrick, recent Kirkpatrick case, and basically what they did, what went wrong, is instead of the trustee of trustee transfer, Dr. Kirkpatrick took distributions from his IRA, IRA payable to him and gave them to his wife. He did not report these distributions as taxable to him, and that got him in hot water with the IRS and ultimately with the tax court. He tried to argue that the distributions were tax-free IRA transfers due to a divorce instead of regular taxable distributions but alas he was unsuccessful they didn't care he took the money out he was trying to transfer it to his spouse but that was the wrong way to do it and it, the court was not sympathetic 
Um, so, however, if a spouse, who re a spouse who receives the funds decides to take a distribution, then they'd be subject to the IRA rules. So, if it's under fifty nine and a half, there's gonna, there might be penalties. So, there are other rules once you once you transfer it. But then the the surviving the other spouse, um, uh, it all depends on what age they are and, and whether they need to take out money. Then there are certain rules that they have to follow regarding IRA rules. I always hear this, Jeff, and thankfully I, I haven't had to go through a divorce, um, and I assume I'm not going to in my lifetime, yeah. which is a good thing, yep. that we are a marital property state, Wisconsin. Can you, I mean, and some states aren't then, I assume, right? Some states are not, yes. Okay, but, but what that means is that you share everything. In, in effect, yes. It, it, you know, it, but there's a big it, but it, there. No, right? in, in theory, what's, 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 uh, everything is split 50-50. I mean, we, it, legally, that's the case. In so reality, can we just say hypothetically again? Sure. I have a million dollars in a 401k plan. I get divorced. Yep. What do the courts say about that money? In theory, it's a, it's going to be a 50-50. There may be some other provisions as to whether there were some assets that were in there before you got together. So there may be some divisions, but in I, theory, if you've been together a long time, it's going to be a 50-50 I, I see where emotions can get, you know, involved yeah. Oh, here. Yeah. There's a lot of emotions already in a divorce, and then you add, in some cases, big time bucks. Oh yeah, and financial. It, it doesn't matter if it's big time bucks. It can be twenty bucks. It doesn't make any difference whether it's, it's the a dog. Million, Who it, gets the that's dog? right. It doesn't matter if it's a million dollars or if it's ten dollars. The emotions are high to begin with, and then you throw in the money issue. Uh, that tends to compound it. But there are some things that you need to know. It can be handled cleanly and nicely, properly, uh, if you if, if you work with the right people. If you exactly. work with a retirement specialist and somebody who knows what they're doing with regard to the splitting up of the assets. Make it as clean as possible. Indeed. Uh, that was that was a good way to start the show. Yeah. Talking about divorce. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's break, Jeff. The Retirement Clinic will be right back after this commercial break. We want to take your calls, your retirement questions. You've got Jeff Kowal that can answer what, I mean, beginners, if you've got no money in retirement and you need to catch up, think about that. Maybe you've got a plan already and need to tweak that plan. Your calls are welcome. We'll come back and hit the phones. The number is 799-1130, the Steam Dry Carpet Cleaning toll-free number, 800-838-9476. Jeff's website for more information, thekowalway.com. Thekowalway.com. And Jeff, you've got four locations right now. Indeed. We mentioned earlier, Middleton, uh, Wisconsin, uh, Port Washington, Wisconsin, Waukesha, services all the areas uh, around the Milwaukee area, and then Phoenix as well. Love to take your retirement questions. We'll do that after the break. Give us a call right now, and we'll be right back. Play. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Defined benefit pension plans are a dinosaur of the retirement plan world. They were the go-to plan for employers for decades. That started changing in the 1980s when defined contribution plans like 401k plans started taking off. Defined benefit plans became far too complex and costly for employers to keep offering. Now an extremely low percentage of workers are covered by these plans that used to be the norm. Many think these plans are dead. 
However, they absolutely are not and could be a godsend in the right situation. There are similarities between the defined pension plan and the 401k plan. They can still be invested in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and other instruments. In a 401k plan, the employer and employee determine how much they would like to contribute to the plan. In a defined benefit plan, a detailed analysis is done by an actuary and the contribution is based on your age, income, and other variables and they are not limited to the same cap as 401k plans. They absolutely are not right in every situation. Big companies with lots of employees will struggle mightily with a defined benefit plan. A company that could benefit from a defined benefit plan could be a closely held small business owner with one or a small number of owners, owners that are typically at least 45 years old, but can be great for younger ones as well, relatively fewer and younger employees, excess cash, and an owner who wants to make greater contributions. In an example of an employer who has a solo 401k, they can typically contribute about $50,000 to the 401k plan. However, someone who is nearly 45 may be able to contribute nearly $200,000, which could save about $100,000 in federal and state income tax. The contribution limits for these types of plans are huge. We have implemented these types of plans with clients and they absolutely work, and our clients have been thrilled to be able to save hundreds of thousands of dollars a year pre-tax. So the money will grow tax-deferred, and you'll get to save on taxes now and choose when and how much to draw from the account later on down the road in a potentially more tax-friendly environment. Give us a call now, and we will do a free review of your company's retirement plan to determine if a defined benefit pension plan is right in your situation. You know what Aaron said is, I want you to follow up on that, Jeff. This is good stuff here, but you work with companies on their 401k plans 401k but also what Aaron's talking about is, is in addition to 401k plans and this was there was uh, news and in, in, uh, uh, about Wisconsin's unemployment rate this week at two point is it 2.8 percent uh, it's so Wisconsin, low right now yeah I think it's because uh, I think it's 2.8 historically low but when that means that you're in competition for employees and if you're in competition for employees everybody I want to say everybody, but a lot of companies have 401k plans. So how do you distinguish yourself? How do you differentiate yourself from somebody else? Well, having that defined benefit pension plan, that's a resurrection of the old planning techniques that, that companies would use. And when you have full employment, that's uh, a thing that, that companies would use to distinguish themselves from others. So not only do we have a 401k plan, but we have a guaranteed pension for life as well. So right, because the employee is saying, well, listen, they all, all these places have 401k plans. Right. Why would I work here? In other words, you're as an employer, uh, this is a kind of a cool topic to talk about. You're in competition with other companies, sure. not just to get the quality employee, Jeff, but to retain the good ones yeah, so they don't keep, leave. And the thing with defined benefit uh, pension plans is that there are there's going to be some sort of vesting schedule where you have to be around there for a while. You don't start getting guaranteed income for life just by being there for six months. So there are some, th some uh, restrictions and ways to tie employees to you. Uh, both emotionally and financially, where they got to stay with you because they want to get this benefit, but then financially they'll get a good benefit at the end. So, good topic though in general. Yeah, it was really was good. It's a benefits of all type, Jeff. Right, and, and this is kind of off topic. It's not just the four hundred one k plan. It's what health benefits are you offering. Um, all of that is what we look for when we're looking for jobs. Yep. And in this low, mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. The unemployment rates right around. What'd you say? Two eight. Two eight for Wisconsin. I think the national rates around uh, three nine. Which is pretty much as low as they can go. Yeah, this is always going to be people. In the old day, four percent was considered full employment. And, and why is that? Because some people just they're just unemployable. They don't they, want to work. Unemployable that they don't have skills. That I they, mean, you're talking about Foxconn and the, they don't the pass type a drug skills. test. That there's some yes, those that, types I mean of that things. happens. Yep.
So those are the types of things that will go into that 4% of people who may not be able to get jobs no matter what, uh, either with skills or drug tests or whatever it happens to be. Yeah, Foxconn will be interesting to watch. You know, how many jobs will they get up to? And initially they said 13,000. That's a lot. And all the ancillary businesses, they're going to be there just to support Foxconn. So Fast food. It's pretty, pretty exciting time. Yeah, Wisconsin's booming right now. Yeah, you bet. Um, things are going well. That was a good story. That um, And a good follow-up with uh, Aaron Kowal. The... And we do that segment every week. We call it the Boss Minute for business owners, savings, and security. And Jeff, you work a lot with clients and their 401k plans personally, but you also work with a lot of small or medium-sized business owners uh, in general. Yes, yeah, so uh, a lot at, of times their, their wealth might be uh, tied up in their business and they need an exit strategy, both in terms of selling um, their business and then what to do if they do sell their business or when they do sell their business. Or what if it's succession planning, right? Like Aaron Kowal, <laughs> right? Yeah. What if it's to a family member? You know, son's taken over. That can, how do we transition? How, yes, it is two point eight percent, Paul. That unemployment rate for Wisconsin, but you looked it up. I did look it up. It <laughs> yeah. is unemployment rate. Trust your instincts, up. Jeff. Yes, two point eight percent. That's good. That's that's good news for the state of Wisconsin. That means if you're looking for a job right now, if you want a job. You can get a job. Yes. Um, and just back to the businesses, and I hate to go bounce back and forth, but, uh, uh, yeah, we do work with uh, employers, both in installing retirement plans and uh, if they have existing plans, managing those, and then their exit strategy and how to manage their income and their wealth for the rest of their lives once they do sell their businesses. Well, it looks like we're going to hit the phones and take some calls on the retirement clinic. Your chance to do that is right now. Uh, we always, you know, we sneak in the features, the stories. We still have the sexy segment coming up. If you would like to reach Jeff Kowal, you can do that by calling us right now live on the radio. 799-1130, 800-838-WISN is the Steam Dry Carpet Cleaning toll-free line. You can also reach him off the air. Log on to his website, thekowalway.com, thekowalway.com for more information. And Jeff, I'd like to give out your phone numbers as well, 262-522-4040, or you have a toll-free line. That's right, the international toll-free number is 877 560 4040-877-560-4040. And the number here, of course, is 799-1130 to get through on the retirement clinic. We're also in Madison on WIBA, and we're in Milwaukee on a WISN. Okay, Spencer's lining up a bunch of calls, Jeff. Let's get to your next story real quickly and sneak that in. Okay, many Americans, this is a New York Times article. I thought this was pretty interesting. Many Americans try retirement and change their minds. Um, when they go back to work? Paula Spain, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Paula Spann is the person who uh, who wrote this article. Uh, they, it starts with Sue Ellen King had circled her retirement date on a calendar March 8, 2015. She worked as a critical care nurse, nursing educator, University of Florida Health uh, in Jacksonville, Florida, 38 years. Uh, she felt she was ready. She turned 66, her full retirement age. She invested fully in the hospital's 401k plan. She and her husband, who had already retired, had paid off the mortgage. So everything seemed like it was in place for her to retire. The age was 66. 66, yep. But when her hand-picked replacement needed a maternity leave, she jumped at the chance to return for three months. Now back at work in a part-time position, she designed for herself. She calls herself a failed retiree. <laughs> Economists refer to this as unretirement or partial retirement. Unretirement is becoming more common. Researchers report a 2010 analysis uh, by uh, Nicholas Maestras, an economist, Nicole Maestras, at uh, Harvard Medical School, 
found that more than a quarter of retirees later resumed working. A more recent survey from Rand Corporation, nonprofit, published in 2017, found that almost 40% of workers over age 65 had previously, at some point, retired. Over 40%? 40% had retired in the oh. past and now are working again. We definitely see evidence that retirement is fluid. Um, the Pew Research studies said that from uh, data took data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. It reported that the proportion of Americans over 65 who were employed full or part time had climbed steadily from 12.8 percent in 2000 to 18.8 percent in 2016. More than half of those were working full time. And what they were saying, it's it looks like. And this was the uh, another retirement study. It looks like uh, something people are doing intentionally instead of an, oh, my God, response, I'm running out of money. I have to go back to work. She says it's much more of a choice. rather, And I can see that. I yeah, see. but they, they made the decision to retire initially. Yep. But they're, they're living longer. They're in better health. They feel that they still have the ability to help people. They, they, the, when they go back part-time, it's less taxing. And they like earning money. So there's a lot of things. Stay engaged with other people. There are a lot of reasons why people deliberately come back to work after they retire. Yeah, I can see trying it and going, you know, a few months go by. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little bored here. See, I, you think that's going to happen. Like I said, most of our clients don't feel that they way. They don't but feel I can, bored. But, I, but some of them do go back to work again because they want to, not, not because they have to. It's, yeah, exactly. So they maybe miss a camaraderie. Correct. I think that would be me. I'm a kind of a social you're person. Kind of a social guy. I, I like talking. I walk through the hallways, you know. And you're, in the, you're in the, a lot of times it's to yourself, though, right? <laughs> kind of mumbling to myself. Like, yeah, looking like a, a strange guy walking down the hallway. I like the social aspect of work. I like working in a building. Jeff, we have a lot of employees here. Some people don't. Some people want to work out of their home office and be left alone. Everybody's different. Everybody's a little bit different. But again, it's it's an interesting trend that more people are going back to work after they have retired, the unretirement part of retirement. <laughs> Unretiring. Interesting stuff, Jeff. All right. Quick break here in WISN and WIBA. Uh, the Madison thing is, within the last year, I'm not sure when we started broadcasting there, Jeff, but you have an office in Middleton, uh, which is really just a suburb of Madison, I would guess, would be the appropriate way yeah. to say it. Um, and so you, we've got listeners all over the state that are listening. If they want to reach you off the air, thekowalway.com is a fantastic website. I was just browsing it. Your staff is K-O-W-A-L, the Kowalway. Spell it right. Yep, the Kowal, K-O-W-A-L, the Kowalway.com. And look at it. I mean, there's a lot of stuff online you can check out. If you want to sit down and talk to somebody about your retirement plan, I think a lot of our listeners, Jeff, just like a lot of Americans, do it themselves, and they maybe have never talked to a professional, and maybe they're missing out on something. There might be opportunities that they have missed it's out. It's interesting. You bring up a great point, Paul, because a lot of people don't know what they don't know. You don't know the type of things that could blindside you in retirement. Taxes you, you, come to my mind. Taxes, um, uh, long-term care, um, a, a number of the health issues. Uh, so there are a number of things that could blindside you in retirement. The transfer of your wealth. Once you've accumulated some wealth, how do you preserve it, grow it, take income from it, and pass it on to your heirs? And passing it on to your heirs is an important part of the wealth management part of retirement planning that's so important. <laughs> and, and how do you get to the right people at the right time with the least amount of taxes? I, I'm laughing because I've got some... I've got friends, I won't say who they are, but you know them very well. <laughs> and they have said, Paul, we can't take the money with us. We might as well spend it. 
Have you heard that before? I've heard that. So what that is is that, that there's two schools of thought. I want to leave some for my kids. Some people don't have kids, Jeff. Well, and it's true. And some might have some health issues. That this, you know, I've got a couple of clients that say, I'm not going to make it to life expectancy. I'm not going to make it to 85. Look at me. <laughs> So, you know, they want to they be more aggressive in their spending early, and that's okay, too. While they still can. While they say. still can. While they're still healthy, they're yeah. still mobile. And, Not to sound and, morbid, but we all correct. are going to die someday. Uh, most of us just don't know that when that day is. That's right. Unless you're a Sicilian actuary, then you might know what that date is. <laughs> <laughs> For most of us, we don't know. So I guess there's something to that. Spend it while you got it, while you can use it, while you can have fun, travel, right? I mean, it all. I don't want to be traveling when I'm 92 years old. I don't want to sit in an airplane. I don't know about you. I might. <laughs> Maybe if there's like a pod and I can just nap for for an hour. Otherwise, traveling gets more. It all gets more difficult the older you get. So, so yeah, it was just kind of funny because that stuck in my mind. Yeah. Paul, we can't take it with can't us. Take our with grave. Us. Yeah, I'm not going to be buried with my money. So. And everybody has a different feeling for whether they should be transferring their, you know, saving money for the kids. A lot of our clients' kids are pretty successful in their own right. They don't necessarily need the money, but still, if the option is to uh, give it to the federal government or give it to your kids, most uh, of our kids, most of our clients would opt to give it to the kids, even if the kids don't need it, or then better yet, give it to grandkids. Right, one more generation down. You're right yep. about that. Uh, yeah, better than Uncle Sam. You're exactly right. Uh, we'll take a break. WISN, WIBA, it's the Retirement Clinic. We have got the sexy segment around the corner. We want to take some of your phone calls. If you've got questions, oh, give us a call. Let's get, a, let's get a phone call or two. Well, we had some coming in, and I don't know if they're off topic or what. Maybe they wanted to talk about the royal wedding, which we're not going to do. So <laughs> give us a retirement question, 799-1130, and Jeff Kowal will answer it. Uh, here in the retirement clinic. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. We also have a toll-free number. It's the Steam Dry Carpet Cleaning Line, 800-838-9476. We'll be right back. Saturday mornings on WIBA Madison and WISN in Milwaukee. This is the Retirement Clinic. Welcome back. The music says it's time for the sexy segment. Jeff is going to highlight some things going on with wealth management and preservation. Also, we have plenty of time for any retirement questions, and we now have some lines open for you to call in. So after this segment is done, let's go to the phones and call in. When we say there's lines open, that means you'll get right through. That's the little... Yep talk radio hint and uh you know any retirement issue that's on your mind where you're at you know put a pencil to paper do you have enough to retire what's your what's your number jeff can help you with those questions at 799-1130 what's sexy today jeff well there's a lot that's sexy today but this this show is for everybody this segment is for those with a million dollars or more um, and a lot of times people will say well i don't have a million dollars but if you think about it, if you have five hundred thousand dollars in your retirement plan if you have a five hundred thousand dollar home, you're at a million dollars. If you have a million dollar life insurance policy, you're at two million dollars. If you own other properties, a home up north or or, or in Florida, you might be at three million, four million dollars. If it's you, your assets. Yep. If you own your own business, you may be at five or ten million. If you get an inheritance, so it adds up. How many so, people have? Uh, um, uh, they own a duplex or two around town. Yep. And they're landlords. Yep. That's and, part and of it. all that is considered as part of your assets. And so this that's what this segment is for. Once you've accumulated some wealth, what's the best way to handle it? And this is a uh, interesting uh, column. This is uh, Kiplinger's Retirement Report. And the title of it is Update Estate Plans in Light of New Law. The new tax law has led some seniors to assume 
that they can delete estate planning from their to-do list. But that's a dangerous assumption. Yes, the new law roughly doubles the federal estate tax exemption to about $11.2 million per person, meaning that the vast majority of people will not be subject to federal estate tax. But before you take this, uh, your estate planner off your speed dial, consider this. The sharp increase in federal exemption amount means that old wills and trusts may be in urgent need of an update. This is so you think that you have 11, $11.2 million that you're okay. Um, anyway, what's the law? I, I bet you a lot of people haven't dusted off those in, in years, right? Well, it's, they, they, one of the things they say, just to cement your estate planner's job security, a new higher exemption amount sunsets at the start of 2026 when the old $5 million exemption comes back. So that's one thing. First of all, it's $10 million adjusted for inflation, so it's $11.2 million, but it goes back to $5 million in 2026. If you remember the business tax uh, uh, redu reductions, um, those tax laws were made permanent last December, but the um, uh, personal ones were temporary that, that expire in 2026, and they were going to circle around and make those permanent. Well, that hasn't happened yet, and they're fighting about that, so it might not happen. So that's why there's re really reasons to uh, review, but the the bad part of this big exemption is that most people are saying they don't need to do anything. I don't have a problem anymore. But it's always a good idea to review your estate plan regardless of legislative changes. Your net worth changes. You and your children get married or divorced. Grandchildren are born and old documents may no longer reflect your wishes. So rather than consigning estate planning to the back burner, the new law should actually light a fire under seniors who haven't renewed their documents in years. One snag, this is this is the key part of this, one snag is that many seniors are likely to find in their estate plan is that old wills and trusts using formulas tied to the federal estate tax exemption may now have unintended consequences. They say consider this example uh, who Let's see, let's see, let's see. Did a state plan in 2001, 2001 when the federal estate tax exemption was 675000 The plan stipulates the amount can pass tax-free from a state federal estate tax should go to the children. Everything else should go to the spouse. So in that time, when the exemption was 675000 the the thing says that the plan stipulates that whatever can pass free from federal state taxes should go to the kids. That means that the whole estate, if it's grown to $10 million, the whole estate could go to their kids because the exemption back in 2001 was 675000 What is it now? $11.2 million. Oh. So now when you say, uh, so now the kids will receive up to $11.2 million and you can unintentionally disinherit your spouse. Wow. So if it says that when I pass away, you want to maximize the estate tax exemption, back then it was 675000 so that goes to the kids, the rest goes to my spouse. Now no. the exemption's $11.2 you're worth $10 million, so $10 million goes to the spouse, or to the kids, nothing, zero goes to the spouse. Unless, the, unless you... Uh, unless you redo it. Yeah, I was going to say. So, I mean, you can have it that way. You just got to redo the paperwork. So that's a pretty big mistake. That's yeah. a pretty big oversight. And the reason that you want to go look at your uh, at your old wills and trusts, because it, it was a sound planning technique yeah. to maximize the exemption when the first spouse died of $675,000. And that was a sound planning technique to get in the kids and everything else went to the spouse. 
But again, there's a mistake. Now, when reviewing old trusts, you may find that their original purpose no longer seems compelling. Oh, yeah. Trust. Think about it. When you write a chuff, you may... Families change over years, right? Additions, whatever. You get divorced, you get married, you got yep. some stepkids. You really got to keep on top of that trust and, and change it when when needed. Yeah. Uh, perhaps your estate plan says that at your death, your assets will pass into a bypass or credit shelter trust, which may pay income as a surviving spouse and ultimately pass assets to the kids. It was once common for married couples to set up those trusts to avoid wasting a deceased spouse unused estate tax exemption. But the portability that was introduced in 2011 allows a surviving spouse to use the estate tax exemption and the first spouse to die. In other words, there's no need necessarily to have a bypass trust anymore because the portability part of the 2011 thing allows for it. So it could actually compound in the state. So just like you said, uh, pull it out of the in, desk. Out, it might it. be in your safe. The, yep. the will, the trust, dust yep. it off, take a look at it. Yep. Um, one, la one last item in this, and then uh, it says, when updating your documents, don't neg neglect durable powers of attorney. Many seniors create powers of attorney giving a trusted agent the authority to manage your finances if they become incapacitated, including the power to make financial gifts or avoid estate taxes. That gifting power may have made sense when the federal state tax exemption was lower, but given today's higher exemptions, what is it, Paul? 11.2. 11.2 million. There you go. Yep, yep, yep. Broad gift provisions should not be part of some, of some powers of attorney. So but 11.2 to... and it was in the high 600,000. That's yeah. a big difference. Yeah. It was, <laughs> well, it was 5 million adjusted for inflation, so it was 11.2 million for two people. Now it's 11.2 million for one person, for one. 22 million for... For two people, and I know so. we're rushed here, but real quickly, Jeff, this question. There's a difference between a will and a trust. Sure. They're not the same. No. And and that's a good question, Paul. Sometimes, see, in my, my opinion, everybody should at least have a will. You should put something down in writing, even if you don't have much in assets, just to let your, your uh, wishes be known. A trust is, is private. Uh, it cannot be challenged. It uh, avoids the court avoids probate pro avoids system. Probate. You can make special provisions. If you have a kid that you think, um, it, it, well, I'll use our case. We didn't know whether our kids were going to be really responsible at 21 or goofballs when they were 35. So what we did in ours, and it turns out that both of them turned out to be pretty They're not good. goofballs. They're not, but they turned out to be pretty but good. But you're right. As a parent, you, don't, you really don't know. And when we're not around... That's when you have to make the decision. So what we did with ours was have you know a third of it at 25, half of it at 30, and the rest of it at 35. So that if we passed away early, they wouldn't get all the money right away. They'd have income and they could you know, pay for college and things like that. That's a good idea. But they wouldn't get all the money right away. But that's the type of thing you can do with a trust that you can't necessarily you do with can't a will. can do with a will. Yeah, you're, you're bottom line, at the very least, have a will. Yeah, the trust is one more. Trust step. gives you gives you control of your assets during your lifetime and give direction to pass it on to your heirs when you pass away. Good stuff, Jeff. That was today's sexy segment. We do it every week on the Retirement Clinic. It's about wealth management and preservation, and that one was spot on. Uh, Jeff Kowal, your host, obviously every week. We're on WIBA and WISN. We'll be right back and give you some final comments as we continue with the Retirement Clinic. Stick around. Baby, my heart could still fall out. All right. If you're not a millennial, you don't know this song. <laughs> sure, that's Sharon. Well, Aaron, Aaron and, and Laura 
uh, like him a lot. So is Adam, our, our other son. I have no problem with his so. music. Yeah. It's very, it's unique in that it's just him. Just him and a guitar. Yeah, he's, I think he's got one out with Rihanna. That's that's actually a pretty neat song right now. Rihanna collaborates with everybody. Paul McCartney. Yeah. Uh, Kanye West. Was it, was, was, Four or five seconds. Conway, Kanye West, somebody texted Conway and said, boy, it's nice that you're giving this old guy, Paul McCartney, a break by having him, <laughs> by having him do a record with you. <laughs> Good grief. Not understanding who it, McCartney yeah, really yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah, he was a Beatle. Um, Good stuff, though, yeah. Uh, Jeff, good show today with a lot of information. I mean, we always pack in a lot of retirement talk. Here's how we're going to wrap up today's show. To follow up with you, you've got four locations. You've been in Phoenix, Arizona. More importantly, I guess, for people that are snowbirds or move out, we've been emphasizing this in more recent weeks and months. You are licensed in more than one state, so yeah, you can work with your clients. That's right. We're licensed in 27 states. Unfortunately, our clients, when they work with us, they like us, they trust us, they know that we we have their best interest in mind. And when they go somewhere else, they uh, keep us as their advisors. About 40% of our clients either live somewhere else or uh, live a good part of the year somewhere 40%, else. 40%, about half. Yeah, Think of that. Yeah, not quite a half. 40% less oh, than half. the half Yes, flight. I know. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a math guy, so... <laughs> So no, that, so that's nice that, that 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 they care enough about us, and they know that we care deeply about their success in retirement. That uh, you know, th- that's why we're licensed in twenty seven states. So maybe uh, the numbers confused Paul because of no, I understand. I understand forty. It's close to half, though. You got to give me that. Okay. It also alleviates a little stress and anxiety if I move or move just for the winter. I don't have to worry about finding another financial guy that I never met in my life. That's right. Yeah, that's a great point, Paul. And and it's interesting that the, the new people are coming to us are those that are uh, do-it-yourselfers. They're tired of doing it themselves. That they've uh, they're getting whipsawed by the volatility of the markets now. They don't like that. They don't know how to handle it necessarily. Um, and and a key part with that is not only that the person who is managing the assets sometimes feels less confidence. Uh, in their decisions because of the volatility, but they know that their spouse has no interest in it at all. I will add one more thing, Jeff, too, along these lines. WISN and and IBA, for that matter, in Madison, a lot of business folks listen to our our weekday lineups, you know, the shows that we have. A lot of business people, I'm talking about small business owners, medium-sized business owners, and they may, it's why we do the segment each week with Aaron called the Boss Minute for business owners. At some point, they may sell that business and all of a sudden, boom, there's this lump sum of that's money. Right. Now what do I do with it? Well, you that's, help them. That's another area. Not and then you know they have very they have a lot of confidence in the success in their business because they spent a lifetime building it up. They know that business inside and out. But then they have uh, a certain degree of wealth that comes out of that, and they like everybody else wants to preserve preserve it, grow it, take income from it now in retirement and pass it on to their heirs. And what's the most efficient way to do that? Make sure that it lasts the rest of your life. And the tax burden. That's right. And ease the taxes on it. But again, a lot of times it's the business owner that's been intimately involved and the spouse has no interest in it or has minimal interest in it. Sometimes they built the business together, but sometimes they had no interest in that. And the same thing goes with managing those assets in retirement or once you sell your business. Another way that a lot of uh, people are coming to us are uh, if you have assets scattered all over the place. 
Um, you know, you and now you're getting you're in your fifties and sixties, and you know that you there are Roth conversion opportunities that you have to pay attention sure. to. There's age seventy and a half where you're going to have to take out required minimum distributions. So there are a number of things that are coming up that you have to make decisions on. Now you've got assets scattered all over the place. You have to pay attention to that as well. So you want to make sure that you take into account all those assets. And that's the way that the clients are coming to us, new people are coming to us to help consolidate that. Jeff, we haven't mentioned this yet uh, today, but I will now. During the week, you are on both stations in Madison and Milwaukee doing market updates every day of the week, Monday through Friday. That's right. We do a 3 o'clock uh, market report to 3 o'clock news block in Milwaukee. Uh, and then the 5 o'clock news block on Mark Belling Show in Milwaukee. And then we do the 5 o'clock, I think it's on 4.55 with uh, Vicki McKenna on WIBA in Madison. Uh, right. We have uh, one minute is what's going on in the market today. What's driving your mar your account that day and so what? So you hear this information. So what, how does it apply to my life? What difference does it make in my life? So we try to give you a little insight on that. We'll wrap it up with the Dow, the S&P 500, and tech-heavy NASDAQ all in one minute. 3 and 5 o'clock news blocks in Milwaukee and 4.55 in Madison. And every Saturday, of course, we're on the air for a full hour of the Retirement Clinic. We thank you for tuning in. Call Jeff at 262-522-4040 or toll-free 877-560-4040, thekowalway.com as well. Have a great weekend, Jeff. Thanks, you too, Paul. We'll be back next weekend. News is ahead straight up on WISN. Stick around.